This podcast is brought to you by Hangover Destroyer, the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. Go to Hangover Destroyer website, hdestroyer.com, and write happy hour in the coupon code and get 30% off Hangover Destroyer and seize the dawn. It's happy hour from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com brought to us today by Petite Pet Care. If you're going out of town or you have a crazy schedule, the folks at Petite Pet Care will take care of your pet in his or her own home. For loving care when you're not there, there's Petite Pet Care. You can find them at PetitePetCare.com. And by Basic Swim and Gym, a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout and yoga clothes with style. The all-new Basic Swim and Gym is on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. And by Comic Con 2015 here in New Orleans, January 9th through the 11th. I got free tickets to give away today, by the way, to Comic Con. More details about that later. If you can't wait and you don't want to hear this stupid show and just want your free tickets to Comic Con, go check it out. It's New Orleans Facebook or Google Plus pages. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail. They're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour. A cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar, in this case we're at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown. Wayfair is a restaurant and a bar serving handcrafted food and spirits where Chef Kevin White puts fine dining into a sandwich and the bartenders put fine booze into a glass. They have three hour happy hours here every day from four to seven. Come and check out. The food is awesome. For is real, free. isn't it? It really is. Yep. If you haven't had a sandwich here, have you had a sandwich here, Rich? I've had a sandwich here. Yes, it's good. That's Rich Collins is joining us today, and so is Cindy Manto. Cindy, did you eat anything? Not yet. Not yet? Are you hungry? I can get you a sandwich. Not today is the get day. You a cut I'm rate good. sandwich from four to seven. <laughs> oh, really? Mm-hmm. How hungry are you? Starving? Not too hungry yet. Not too hungry yet. No, well, after this, you'll be sorry you didn't say yes to that. <laughs> and and uh, Andrew Duhon is back. Yeah, Welcome, Andrew. Good to see you back. You've been everywhere since we saw you last. Where were Absolutely, you? Absolutely, yeah. Just omnipresent, really. Like God. Yep. What is God? God's omnipotent, yep. omniscient, and something. Mm. Omnipresent. There's also rich, omniscient. Right? Omniscient. Is that how you say it? Is that a word? I don't know. I think so. I thought it was omniscient. Omnish. Oh, it could be. I'd go omniscient. 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 Cindy, you're yeah. a writer. How do you I say I would it? say omniscient. You say omniscient? I say omniscient yeah. might be the British pronunciation. <laughs> 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 okay, so I could get away with omniscient you if can I'm get away British, with that. which yes. I'm not. Yes. Okay. It, so let me tell you something about Cindy, everybody. Cindy Manto is a New Orleans native and the author of a book called the images in the Images of America series, I see, called Mishu Assembly Facility. I, you couldn't think of a more a plain name than that. Mishu Assembly Facility. That's, it, what, that's, that's what it's about. That's, that's what it is. You couldn't call it Rocket Man or something? I tried. You did? I, tr- I did. What, did you, what was your original title for it? Uh, oh, it was something like Mishu's Rocket Factory. Mishu's Rocket Factory. Yeah, they nixed that, well, that, why they nixed that? Um, Mishu Assembly Facility. That just sounds like the name of a, of a white paper from the Louisiana yeah, State Government. Y- it does. It Doesn't does. it? Yeah. It's, it's Is it hampering sales, that dopey title? Or what? I, I don't know. Grant, you're badgering the witness. No, I don't, I don't think it's hampering sales. <laughs> it's not. It's doing, it's doing okay. It's doing quite, quite well, It's actually. doing well. It's only been out for like six weeks or something. Cool. Yes. Oh, oh, there's none tough. of us have written a book. No, I haven't written a book. Andrew, did you write a book? No, I've never written a book. No. No. Well, you've written tons of stuff. Rich, you're a writer for Christ's sake. I've only written articles. You've won an Emmy and everything. Uh, That's totally, That's different, but anyone could do that. We're going to get to that in a minute. Okay, so let me tell you something about Mishu Assembly Facility. It's the area of land in New Orleans East that started out as a royal land grant from French King Louis XV in 1763. Yes. Okay, so it goes right back to the beginning of time, as we know it. Just Mm -hmm. about. In 1941, it was the site of the world's largest industrial plant, 43 acres of factory under one roof, where they built planes. Yes. Okay, that's true. Okay. Stop me if you've heard this before. Originally, Liberty ships, and that, um, under pretense of... Liberty uh, ships. They built ships there. They were supposed to. And supposedly, there was a steel shortage that got... So the plan... Everything stopped. What do you mean supposedly there was a steel shortage? No. Was there or wasn't there? Well, that's what they told Andrew Jackson Higgins. And He's the guy that, that was there going to build the Higgins boat. He, w- nice. he, built, he built the Higgins boat. He had the, the I contract. I thought they did build them here. Well. He, he did. Uh, not What's at Michoud. They built them on Andrew Higgins Boulevard in Central City. No, he built them on, on the lake. He built them on the Industrial Canal. On the canal? Yes. 
Thank you. <laughs> and how close is that to Mishu? Isn't Mishu what's on the swamp at least? It's in the same general area. It you is. Got, the industrial Canal is in the ninth ward. There's industrial canal rich, you know. <laughs> they tested them on the lake. Yes, they did. I did just remember that picture where they had the boats on the lake. Yes. So, I just wanted to interject something. I'm sorry. Go there's ahead. Also, there's never been a stupider name for a body of water than the industrial canal industrial either. Canal. How stupid is that? It's Couldn't they have called the it a inner, rocket man? No, no. It's actually called the Inner Harbor Navigation Canal. Is it? Uh, but everybody knows it as industrial that's canal. That's better. That's nice. That's the, the formal Enter name. Harbor Navigational yeah. Canal. That's even worse. That's the formal name. Industrial Canal. But the, then the Industrial Canal was built by human beings. It doesn't, it's not right. a natural river, right. right? That was built in 1923. So no. Between the river and the lake. Mississippi River and the lake. It was built in 1923. Yes. Wow, you know what's going on. Okay, so where was I up to? This is cool. During the Korean War. You guys are familiar with the Korean War, Rich? One fact about the Korean War, please. It was on the lake. Yes. <laughs> During the Korean War, the plant assembled <laughs> Sherman and Patton tanks. How about that? They yeah. made Sherman tanks out no, here. No, no, the, the, the uh, engine. No, the, no. The 12 cil- cylinder engines. They made the 12 cylinder engines for the Sherman tanks. For tank. the Sherman tanks. That well, that's sh- pretty that vital. To uh, Newark, New Jersey. So we built the Sherman tank engine here in Michigan. Yes. That's pretty cool, yes. though, isn't it? Yeah, it I is. I why they would build the engine in a different place and they would build the rest of a tank. That's like a huge thing to ship around, isn't it? I'm just doing the Neanderthal thing where I'm, I'm flipping through the book and just yeah. looking at the pictures, but this is these pictures are interesting so far. Okay, what have you Very, learned? Well, uh, rocket ships. That would have uh, been a better name for the book right there, rocket ships. Yep, yeah, and, uh, and, and, and a lot of physics needed to build these structures. Mm-hmm, and, uh, okay. And, um, well, we'll come oh. back to you for another fun fact in just yeah, a minute. Bet. Okay. Uh, let me finish this. Okay. Um, <laughs> during the Korean War, the plant assembled Sherman and Patton tanks, okay, the engines. Mm-hmm. And from the 1970s, it made the enormous external tank for the NASA space shuttle. Yes. That was. That's we know we that. Now that's where we come in. I mean, it's during our lifetime we've seen those. You've been out there, Rich? Have you seen the enormous tank for the space shuttle? Are you taking your kids out there? I have not. I'm you not. haven't <laughs> been to the Mishu assembly plant? No. I'm so sorry. Oh, you should. Are you kidding? Yeah. You've never been to the Mishu Assembly? You've well, never no, driven past gone. there on now the way to the beach? or now seen it's the um, soundstage. They shoot Is movies it? there. Yeah. They, they do have a studio there. I thought they were making drones and stuff out there now. No, no, no. no. They're building, um, they're building um, yes. the um, crew, the multipurpose crew vehicle for that just... Uh, to go they to the moon. They tried to launch that, that will eventually go to the moon. And the core stage oh. of the space launch system. That did not fly today. Oh, they, they are still building stuff. They're, bu- they're building there. They're building that now. I yeah. thought it was not in action. I got you. Oh, no, no. What, what are they building? What is the first thing you said? The multi-stage what? It's called the MPCV. You know, NASA is nothing without uh, acronyms. MPCV. It's the multi-purpose. C. Multi-purpose C. crew vehicle. Multi-purpose crew yes, vehicle. Yes, which will. How many purposes could there be? Could take off? And land. That would be two purposes. What else could it be? Fly around. Well, Three. fly around. Yeah. So that's why they call it. They had Multi-purpose. It's another stupid name. Multi-purpose yeah, well, crew vehicle. Like I said, now there's nothing without acronyms. So what, what does it look like? It's conical. It looks like what, what was built in the 60s for it's an old-fashioned Apollo. Ro- it's a retro. Yeah. Retro-looking very rocket. Re- very retro, yeah. And what's it going to do? Um, Take it, off and go where? It will eventually go to Mars. To Mars? That's what they're saying. So they say. Holy mm-hmm. shit, we're building the spaceship that goes to Mars? Yeah, right here in, here in, Mich- in New Orleans East. Well, I'll be damned. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Good God. Did you guys know that? No. Nope. Andrew? Didn't know. I knew that Rich, that yes or no? No, I'm sorry. no. <laughs> Now Rich is reading the book. If, yeah, if I don't say anything, it's... Uh, it's because yeah. you're reading the book. Okay. Right. Mishu Assembly Facility by Cindy Manto. Well, we get yours now. And also free tickets to Comic-Con. Are you going to go to Comic-Con, Cindy? I can give you free tickets. I may. yeah. You might. For free. You yeah, sell your sure. book out there. That's true. There's a lot of people who are into space and various allies. true. From a slightly different angle. Anyway, let me finish. I've got one more sentence to read about you. It said, Cindy's association with Mishu began in 1960 when her grandparents took her out there as a little kid. And continued, and continued when she married a NASA aerospace engineer in 1978. Yeah. Okay. So nice. were you married young? How old were you when you got married? 26. 26. Yeah. So how old were you went to? And you were eight then when you went out there yeah. the first time. Well, it was a big deal. New Orleans was going to help the nation go to the moon. Well, we did. And we did. Yeah. And now yeah. we're going to Mars. And I got to see the whole thing. So you yeah. remember when you were an eight-year-old kid going out there? I do. And how did you meet the? Who was? What's the guy's name? Who you married? Who was uh, an aerospace? Fulvio. Manto. What? He's an Italian What's engineer. What's his first name? Fulvio. F-U-L. F-U-L-V-I-O. Okay, that, sound, that looks like a typo. There he is right there. And there he is. There he is. He's in the book. Yes. Rich, good job. Did you look that up in nice the index? Fine, or you just nice happened to I was ready, man. Man, you are good. <laughs> I let you down twice. That is awesome. Well, let's have a look at him. What does he look like? Is he handsome? He's handsome, man. Yeah. Dapper? He's, uh, he kind of looks like Andrew. 
Pat, oh, okay. very handsome. My, minus the good? beard. Hmm. And this is from a few years ago, <laughs> well, I guess. It takes a couple of months. What do you, uh, what's he doing? He looks like he's got his feet up on a desk or something there? Or is he like l- being he's launched He's taking into out space? time for thinking at his desk in the east wing of building 102. <laughs> okay. That's what he's doing. Slide ruler. I guess if you wrote the book, you can put your own husband. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm sitting here. What a fucking idiot. I'm sitting here thinking, well, that's cool. He's in the book. How great. How great. You wrote the goddamn thing. Well, and he's well, your that husband. Came, that came about because we asked him one time. His niece you asked, asked him. You asked him, did you say? We asked him. You asked him? Yeah. Asked. What part of New Orleans are you from? I'm from 8th Ward. The 8th Ward? 8th Ward. Where's that? Downtown. That's right. Between the So you still say X. You're a writer. You've written a book I and you still do. say X. And I lived away from here 10 years. Where did you go? Jamaica? I lived, lived no. Seattle, Nashville, and Huntsville, Alabama. <laughs> well, Huntsville, Alabama, I could see how you're still on the axe. Some things still just stay with you. We can ask What were you doing in Huntsville? Were you following uh, Fulvio around? Or? Yes, yes. Yeah. Marshall Space Flight Center. Oh, okay. That's so he's still in it, the biz. Oh, yeah. yeah. What does he do? He, he is director of design and propulsion for Lockheed Martin in Sunnyvale, California. Wow. He's not here, then? No, he's not here. What's he doing today while you're on this show? He's working. <laughs> so you live here in New Orleans? I live here. And he lives in Sunnyvale, California. Yeah. Where is Sunnyvale? It sounds nice. South of uh, San Francisco. I bet it's beautiful. It's great. Why yeah. would you stay here? I care for an elderly mother. Oh, okay. And, and How long she got to go? Could we knock I her off so you can no move idea. to Sunnyvale? <laughs> Rich can do Who it. Knows? R- R- Who knows? Rich knows people. She's a New Orleanian. They don't leave. <laughs> Rich doesn't. Rich knows people. You know people? Well, you, yeah, we can help you. How old is she? 90. 90. Is she yeah. infirm or is she in good no, health? she's good health. So she could be here for a long time. You never know. So well, how do you get on with Fulvio? What's the deal? Does he we, come every we, weekend and see you? Or? Oh, no, not every weekend. But we go back and forth. How long have you been we, married? We travel 36 years. Uh, so it's probably good to have a little break, right? Yeah, it never hurts. Yeah. Mm. So how long has he been in Sunnyvale, California? Three years. No, not that long, I guess. After th- over 36, it would be like, what percent is that? Less than 10. Yeah, yeah. About eight I mean, point you, something you can percent. It. Anybody can you can deal it. with it. Sure. Is it kind of good to have the freedom back again? It's fun. It's a fun thing. Look who's here. Chef Kevin White is here. I think Grant's hitting on you. <laughs> you have re- refreshments. Bring them on out. Yeah, love sure. It. Yeah. Chef Kevin White is here. Gotta love that. Come on, look. And here I'm gonna look. I've got a chance now to introduce you to our other guest, Michael Harold. Hello, Hi. Michael. How are you? We're good. How are you doing? I'm sorry, I was running late. No, what happened? Where have you been? We've been so worried about. It. We thought you might have been killed or something. Ah. Uh. Let's hope not. <laughs> well, you're not. You are a real live human being. I can see that. I'm a so. real life person. So move on in there yeah, and, sure. and tell us what happened to you on the way here. Potholes. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I laughs> you was, got I, swallowed up. I was at a meeting and all of a sudden I get the. Graham is not here, is he? No. Not she. Oh, she. she. Graham's yeah. a she. Graham oh, DePont. This is Cindy Manto, who is our other guest. This is Michael Harold. Michael Harold. Good to meet you. With his running outfit. And good for You've been running. Uh, yeah. Earlier this morning, but oh, then nice. I saw so you haven't had a chance to change yet. No, mm. nice. <laughs> I'm sure I You're busy. Too. No, I can't tell from here. Hey, <laughs> this glad. is Rich Collins hey, here. Hey, over here. hey, Rich. Michael here. How are you? Nice to meet you. Hey. And this is Andrew, Andrew. Duhon. Good to meet you. This Rich. is awesome that you, you made it. I'm thrilled. I don't yeah. live very far at all. How far away do you live from About here? About five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's New Orleans. <laughs> so I got right into the car, and then you know, just my front end alignment is going to have to be redone. Oh, you really did go into a pothole for real? Oh yeah, there are a bunch. You mean just getting here? No, not as bad getting here. What happened to you? Uh, you mean earlier you, today? Yeah, no, really. Oh, I was just at a meeting, a phone no, meeting. No, so no big deal. A phone no, meeting? Yeah. I oh, said so you've been uh, on the phone instead of coming to do the show. I was on the phone. Oh, Michael, come yeah, on. Sorry. I'm going to tell everybody something about you. Michael Harrell grew up in New Orleans where he's been a lawyer for 23 years. Over 23 years, it says here. Is that correct? That's a, let's try Pay it. attention. Uh-huh. In early 20, do you want, hey, do you <laughs> want a drink? staring at Trish. Trish, sure. I know she's good looking, right? But <laughs> keep your mind is. on the job here. Right. Can I get you a drink of some sort in the meantime? Trish can hook you up with a drink. Oh, some what water would you like? Just some water? You can have a real drink. It is a bar here. No, just water is okay right and now. Chef Thanks. Kevin's bringing out some food. Wait, have you, have you eaten here, Michael? I love this restaurant. I know. Right it's really on. great. Me too. So anyway, in early 2014, it says, Michael, you quit the law so you could spend more time hanging out with other lawyers. That's right. As a legal recruiter <laughs> with, a, right. with a search firm, Lateral Link. Yes. And uh, this Justin <laughs> Michael has now quit that job with Lateral Link to start his own legal recruiting firm. Correct. Wow, that's interesting. It is, and it's a lot of fun. So you work for these guys as a legal recruiters, and then you left. And so you're, don't they have like a non-compete clause? They're lawyers, for God's sake. It's not a non-compete. I can, uh, can, I can go to the same law firms. Fortunately, I can work here because the, this firm was out of, based out of Los Angeles. Yeah. And I work in Texas, and so I can still kind of work in Louisiana is and it, Texas. Is it just recruiting lawyers for another firm? Is that the idea? It's, it's not a conflict, surprisingly. I can, I can 
get a law firm and say, what kind of lawyer do you need? And then I can go look for the lawyer, get gotcha. online, there's sophisticated software to do it. Huh. Or I can go grab lawyers and say, I know you I know you hate your job, let me find you a better firm. That's the key, that's yeah. the person they're looking for, someone who knows people on the ground who can go get a good lawyer and poach them. That's right. And what do you get paid? You get paid per poaching or? It's a, it's a commission, you get paid a right. percentage of their first year salary. So what's your company, your new company called now? It's called YSR Searches. YSR. And YSR Another great name, YSR. So now yes. we've got Fulvio MPC. User. User. YSR <laughs> stands for, you ready for this? Can you read this? You stupid. How do you pronounce that? Oh, uh, someone's going to have to tell Sawani. us. Sawani. Right. Sawani. Yes. okay. So this is where I went to college. It's in Tennessee, perched on the top of a mountain, a tiny little area. And their, their fight song and their logo is, yay, Sawani's right. So if you say YSR to anybody in New Orleans who went there, they'll know what it. They'll know what it means. I thought it was an airport. Have you checked? <laughs> have you checked like to see if it's an airport no, it somewhere? It might be. I don't know. Yugoslavia. What do you think? What city? Yugoslavia, something. I don't know. Mm. Why? Chris can look it up for us. What airport is YSR? Chris is back here. If you wonder. Yeah, he will find out Where's in one Chris? second. He's the guy back here behind oh, okay. us. Here comes Chef Kevin White with some samples of oh, food, boy. everybody. Wait till you try this. Not at all. Chef, pull up a microphone. You interrupt oh, anytime, nice. Chef. Anytime. Wow. Wait. Oh, this looks here. gorgeous. Wow. Mozzarella? So it is first Hang on. Let's can give a... Yeah, take, right this, take this mic here. Okay. Either one of these here. There you go. So I make my mozzarella fresh every day. Oh, thank you. And I just got done cutting it. Actually, mozzarella comes from the verb mozzucare, which means to cut. It's, it's not you do pull it, but you cut it in the end. So uh, this was just made, and you'll never find fresher anywhere. Mm. And uh, oh, wow. it's drizzled with a little bit of good olive oil and cracked pepper, and uh, it's good all by itself. Wow, man. Wow. Thank you so That's much. Amazing, we, we have a bona fide Italian with us here today. <laughs> yeah. Give us your right. opinion on this. It Mrs. Manto. Yes. From the 8th Ward. You can ask her anything about that. So, um... <laughs> If we come here, you know, if we listen to the show, some of the show and they come to Wayfair, can they get this here? Can they Absolutely. say, I heard Chef Kevin makes his own mozzarella, I want some? Absolutely. Okay, cool. It goes on our sandwiches. How do you oh. make it? Uh, you start with mozzarella curd, and um, you pour mm. boiling hot water on it until it becomes pliable. Um, so you pull, I pull it with spoons in my hands. Go ahead. Um, it's handmade. It's handmade. So when the curd gets pressed, it's not homogenous, so that's why you pour the hot water onto it. And you start pulling it, and it becomes a homogenous mass. But you, you do it all in one day? It doesn't take days and days or weeks? I make small batches. Wow. Yeah, so I make it fresh daily. Right, because wow. you're used to hearing that cheese takes. I thought it took a long time, right? Well, it, it takes about an hour to that's make, it. make a full batch. That's wow. incredible. It's that's so for, good. That's for 20 pounds of mozzarella curd. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's wow. totally Lemon, delicious. Lemons, that's Where do you get the uh, mozzarella curd to start it from? Um, I have a purveyor. Okay. Yeah. So don't try this at home. Or could we all do it in an hour at home ourselves? We could all make our own mozzarella. It would it's, it'd be very expensive to make. It's actually very expensive um, and very laborious. Right. So, so did you learn this when you were being a chef with Mario Batali in exactly. New York? That's where I learned to make it. Wow. Yes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. So this is a Mario Batali special. This yes. is wonderful. It's mm-hmm. very, at it's half very the price. Wonderful. Really good. It's awesome, actually, right? It's a little salty. It, um, I salt mine heavily because most mozzarella can be kind of bland. Mm. A lot of people eat it just for the texture, but this one has a lot of flavor. And actually, that's Very blood good. orange oil, and that's why you were asking about right. the citrus. Oh. Yeah. Citrus yeah. blood orange oil. Oh. And I have that specially made for me as well. Wow. Wow. So, Kevin, yeah, thank you so guy. much. That was good. That is nice, isn't that's it? super good. Worth the trip down here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. I ate it. <laughs> nice. Okay. With the potholes. Thank you, thank you for Kevin, having me. thanks for bringing that over. We yeah, really appreciate it. My pleasure it. as always. And thank okay. you. Thank All you right. for being here. Thank All right. You. See you in a bit. Okay. Michael, pull that mic around back okay. to you. Okay. Back to me? Yeah, there you go. There we go. This I'm, is better. I still right. haven't finished these introductions. Sometimes these introductions take the whole show, but I can knock this off in one minute. It says here Michael is also a classical piano player and That's writer. Right. You play the classical piano. I do. That's right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mozart, Bach, Chopin. Really? Uh huh. Come on. From, yes, is that Sawani? That doesn't sound very. No, YSR. Not a, uh, YSR is not part of the music program. I took no, you did that after or before. There. Oh, since I was like six years old, hmm. I even started at Ursuline Girl School. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I took piano How'd lessons from a nun there <laughs> when I was young. You didn't go to Ursuline as a student. I no, see. no, I didn't. know, but I would go. It was know. way before the transgender. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did they have any way transgender people back here in the? There could have been. God knows. I'm sure. Know. What? How come suddenly everyone's transgender now? I think in the French Quarter there must have been, right? 
Well, that's just transvestite. Oh, transvestite. I grew up near there. You grew, did you grow up Gender. here? Are you born here as well, Michael? Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, so you guys are both born bred. Yeah, right. Mm. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole, always been a cross-dressing oh, sort sure. of thing going on. Yeah. Sure. Do you have a dress as a man, Cindy? Me? Mm. No. Do you have a dress as a woman? I Michael? haven't. Sometimes. No. You haven't? Oh. No, never. Well, it's not <laughs> so great. Amateurs. No, actually, always have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, and it also says you're a columnist for the local palette magazine in Charleston, South Carolina. Yep, and another new magazine called Inside New Orleans. Yeah, I've seen a couple. That's had a mm -hmm. couple of. Uh, you get those free so far. Is it going to be free forever? I don't think so. I think they're. they're just uh, trying I'm to not suck sure. you in and yeah. then make you pay for it. The whole point is to make the make the articles good enough to read, so you'll read the ads and you'll keep reading the right. magazine. In fact, tonight it's open to the public. Tonight is one of their openings. One of their openings is it? Yep. Well, unfortunately, we're not live on the show, so. Oh, too bad. You've missed oh, well. it. Yeah. <laughs> How was it? It was good, right? So how did you get that gig? Did you just start writing for the hell of it? Well, so yeah, I've always liked to write, and I post a lot on Facebook, musings about things I find funny in the city. And oh, can we follow you on Facebook? Sure you can, Okay, yeah. Michael uh -huh. Harold, H-A-R-O-L-D. Mm -hmm. I'll click yes on your friend request. Okay. All right, we'll see how many people can friend you in the next hours. I think I'm friends hours. with your wife. Are you? I don't, yeah. ha I don't have a wife anymore, oh. so oh, your that would be unlikely, my okay. ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> at least someone's still friends with her. Yeah, I am. <laughs> good. I'm pleased to hear that. Yeah. How is she? I, I guess okay. She's I good? I don't think she is on there all the time, but okay. she looks good. Oh, she does. <laughs> yeah. well, that's the main thing, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, so anyways, but the rest of us can friend you. Sure. No problem. Oh, please, friend me away. Yeah. Okay, cool. So anyway, a, a, a woman that went to Sewanee yes. saw my request, and she lives in South Carolina, and she said, would you mind writing an article about food in New Orleans or about any time we need some New Orleans stuff? And I said, sure. So my assignment was to attend Ralph Brennan's 4th of July party <laughs> in Pasco Christian, Mississippi. Wow. And I told her, I said, the first thing is, I can't write, like, isn't Ralph great, a beautiful? I said, give me free reign to kind of be funny and write what I want to write. She said, sure. So I wrote it, they published it, and then now I have this new gig with this local magazine. Hmm. How did you get invited to Ralph Brennan's? Did you know him already? A little bit, yeah. And his daughter went to YSR. There you go, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I w yeah, and I went to the party and it was great. He has a beautiful house in Pascrish Dam, Mississippi. Well, that's how you got the gig. And so yeah. what are you writing about for Inside New Orleans? Food? So I wrote, just um, yeah, uh, one article, another article about Ralph Brennan and his new restaurant, Brennan's. And then I got to write about milk punches. Okay. You know the drink? Milk punch. Milk punch. Well, I don't know anything about it. What can you tell us about it? Do you all know the milk? The nope. Yes. It drink. involves brandy, right? That's right. Or bourbon or rum. It's great. It's delicious. Branding and milk. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. And a little nutmeg. That's right. So yeah. it was the holiday issue. And, and milk punches are kind of a holiday. Okay. In fact, I wrote about the story because one, one, um, one summer I was in San Francisco and I go to a bar. And the bartender's there and she's got a lot of tattoos and she's she's attractive and she's definitely manning the bar and she knows what she's doing and she's kind of a know-it-all and I said well I guess my friend said I want a Bloody Mary and the other woman says I want a mimosa and she looks at me and I said well I guess I'll have a milk punch she stares at me and then says um, well what's that and I said oh well that's all right don't worry I'll get a glass of wine she said oh no no, no I'm up for the challenge tell me what it is and I said well it's milk brandy or bourbon and um, some simple syrup or sugar and nutmeg and she looks at me and she says dude you mean like I'm going to put brandy and bourbon and milk? Whatever, dude. Fine. So I said, well, it's a real specialty down here. And so anyway, she was up for the challenge. She made it for me. And she did all right. Was she it good? Did. Yeah, it was, it was What's perfect. the definition of a good one? Hmm. Now, that's interesting. I mean, the creamier, the, the better the milk. Good milk. You need good milk. Yeah, because one guy I know uses bluebell ice cream and brandy ah. and rum and bourbon. He puts all three equal parts. Well, that can be good. Ooh. That's how you make it, Cindy. <laughs> I gotta say congratulations on spinning that out into a whole article. I can't even imagine <laughs> how you got a thousand words out Oops. of that. Out of that, but you did. I did. Well, then it mm -hmm. went on to my cousin's story about the milk punches and his poodles getting, getting uh, okay. trapped in the milk punch and getting drunk on those and stuff. So it has more to it. Oh. Okay, so we can, re we can find that in Inside New Orleans. Now, you Rich, can. didn't you used to work for Inside New Orleans? Wasn't that called that, that website? Yes, it was. Back in the day. That was like the very first website <laughs> on the internet. It was, well, Cox uh, created Inside New Orleans right around the time that Times Picayune did NOLA. It was sort of, they were competing and then the Cox website failed. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that was like the very beginning. It was of early. The whole, before I, there was any sort of websites. Before yeah, anyone knew I, what a website was. Right? I when started still in dial 1998, up. yeah. It was good. It was a good job. It was fun. I mean, were, you, were you the music writer or the... Just like all sorts of right. any culture, entertainment stuff, just trying to figure it all out. But it was, yeah, I mean, it was basically Cox 
just experimenting, trying to see what would work. That was that was back in the day before anyone knew what they were doing, though, right? I mean, they yeah. just decided they had to have a website about New Orleans that was associated with Cox Communications because everybody had it. We're on Cox. All those media companies were just, you know, here's the internet, it's this new thing. Let's we better spend money and figure something right. out. And so you have a few Googles and Amazons, and then all the others. Well, it was even it was before anything though. What were you writing about? Just. New Orleans stuff. Yeah. Just random things. Yeah, you know what? The, the coolest thing we did, or the funnest thing for me, is we, we, we built the Jazz Fest website way back when. Mm. And, like, we'd work with those guys a lot, do the listings and all that kind of stuff. So that was probably the, the most relevant right. thing we did. <laughs> that was the last web work you did, really. Yeah, bef- yeah that was my last. That, that was the most real job. job yeah. Before you turned into a New Orleans musician and singer songwriter. That's right. Whose Damn. 2013 debut solo album, that escalated quickly, <laughs> was a critical and commercial success. Well, just, I'm just making this up off the top of my great. head. A follow-up album is almost ready to be released, so you'll be able to stream and steal that at will very soon. When is that coming out? Uh, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day 2015. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And the, what happens to it when you bring a record out now? You just put it up on the internet and everyone just takes it. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't even, like, I'm no expert. Well, Andrew, <laughs> Andrew was nominated for a Grammy for his last album. No, so the album was nominated for a Grammy. Well, the album was nominated for a Grammy. You, yeah. weren't, you were nothing to do with it. It was just uh, almost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but you make, have you made any money off the internet out of that, or are people just stealing it? Left yeah, well, right? there's some good websites that you know put your album up on online for sale, but uh, you could also just give it away for free, and you know have people listen to it. And Spotify does that for you if you want it to, which is an unfortunate and fortunate at the same time. Yeah, Do you so. get any money out of Spotify? You get something, but yeah, not practically it's, it's nothing. Uh, it's uh, fractions of pennies on right. the, on the penny. Yeah, so it's nothing basically. Yep. So let me tell you a little bit about Rich before we make. I'm going to make you play a song. You have a guitar here I do. already. Rich is the creator of the hit Disney Channel TV series Imagination Movers, which marries musical influences like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the Killers, and Coldplay. <laughs> okay, that's a good sentence right there by itself. The Red <laughs> Hot Chili Peppers, the Killers, and Coldplay, with preschool comedy inspired by Rich's life with his five kids. That's a pretty good deal. That's, that's a very rich-centric blurb. I don't know who wrote that. It's me and three other guys that did it all. So yeah. Five kids. Scott Davidson. Yeah, I do have five kids. Yeah. That bit's true. That part's true. Okay. <laughs> family band. <laughs> and you, re- yeah, what's up with a family band? Uh-huh. That's an awesome idea. My son, Rex Collins, who is uh, almost 16, is really good guitar player and drummer. Uh, and uh, yeah. Okay, I, there's one. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Keep all, going down All the, the line. others are studying piano, do some drums, but he, he's the oldest and the furthest along. So my daughter Abby's good. Like I think she'd be the front woman. She's got charisma. Okay. Can okay. she sing? You have to be able to sing for that. Yeah, opinion. they can all sing. You know, that we, all my kids go to school at Lusher. Right. And there's so many really, really talented kids that it's pretty cutthroat. You know, so hmm. there's kids at eight, you know seventh grade that are Broadway bound or whatever. So, yeah, we you know we. We're talented. I have talented kids, but there's plenty of others too out there, you know. Yeah, but we're talking about a family band. That's Andrew's yeah, idea. yeah, That's yeah. We're getting there. The Collins. It's family. all about costumes, really. I think. You know? <laughs> Matching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nudie suits and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yep. So Richard says here you played the part of Mover Rich on the show, which you did, of course. I know that you wrote over 150 songs for that show. That's true. Jesus Christ. Actually, we did. Now we did 180 because we're, we're movers are doing a new, the new movers album actually be out before Christmas in the next couple of weeks. Oh, okay. So there's a new Imagination Movers album. Uh-huh. Well, that's been, a good idea. So how does that work now? How do you get... Because it's aimed at, what, preschool kids? Yeah, sort of, sort of. I mean, how old we basically you? entertain moms and dads and kids. That's sort of our thing. So, like, I, you know, I travel all over now, and, uh, you know, a mover show, it's like a, it's a rock concert, right? So it's broken strings, broken drumsticks, sweaty, crazy, you know, all that stuff. It's about the only thing like it in, in the marketplace. So we have kind of a fun niche where you get moms and dads who, who want to cut loose that will come and see a show. You know, a lot of the stuff in that, in that kid's world is people singing to a CD or that kind of thing. Oh, okay, like the Wiggles or whatever. Yeah, I who mean, else is there besides you doing this? Oh, uh, you know, I mean, is, that is Yo Gabba Gabba was at the Sanger mm, last night or night before. So that's a, as far get, as like the bigger, the bigger acts can go out and fill a theater, it's Gabba, Movers... Wiggles still, uh, and a couple others. Gab you, is probably the coolest one. Do you guys all know each other? Uh, we you share managers and, okay. and overlap and all that kind of stuff, yeah. I've never met the Wiggles. I would like to have met a Wiggle. I've never <laughs> met a Wiggle. <laughs> How would you go about meeting the Wiggles? 
You have to go to Australia, I guess. Yeah, hmm. they're still there. That's a, but they're like on the fifth generation Wiggles. I mean, there's, there's one not, original Wiggle, and there's I, only one Wiggle left. I think he, I think he canned all the other Wiggles <laughs> and then brought in like new. It's I don't know, I don't know how cynical it is, but he's out there selling tickets. And you guys are uh, are the same band original, the same original. Mm-hmm. Is there four of you? Yeah, well, yeah. It's Rich Scott and David Smitty, and then we have Kyle Malanson, who's the drummer. He's been with us for eight years. Okay, he's the he's a really important part of the show. Kyle also plays drums with Dash Rip Rock bunch of other bands in town but he's a very funny and integral part of the show of the live show is he are you not making any more tv stuff well we are we have a, a good a good uh i can tell you this is good news it was in the paper keith did a thing about it but we signed a deal to develop an animated series okay where we have superpowers <laughs> <laughs> what is move rich's superpower going to be uh, well it's been a huge argument because i want to be able to fly yes and for some reason they want me to run fast. And I'm like, well, well... Who gets to fly? No one. I'm like, huh. well, why can't I just fly? Come on, why not? You know? Hmm. So okay, take us into the writer's room of this deal. So you guys are writing it? We are, we are, uh, what, yes. You're writing the actual shows. What, I'll tell you exactly where we are. We, um, you know, so we made 75 episodes of Movers for Disney. Uh, now we're developing this animated concept that uh, if it... Hopefully it'll happen. It'll take a year. You know, it takes forever to get this stuff done. We are in development with a company out of Toronto called Nine Story, and we are at the stage now where we've I've written uh, a couple of different theme song options, <clears throat> and then we've uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and then we've uh, they're doing a treatment right now. They're going to create like a three-minute uh, trailer to take to all the different um, marketplaces this season to uh, try and pitch it to Disney and everybody else to see who wants to bite and buy. So you have to choose between two theme songs. That's important from the beginning. Yeah, for okay, sure. Okay, let's help you out then. Give well, it's funny you said it because uh, one reason why I was late today is because I was, I only, I literally live about seven blocks from here, but I was in the studio working on option B. Okay, how's it going? Something like this. My four friends on a rock and roll band. Great. A lot of fun playing music for the fans. One day they played a power chord. Right then they started to transform. Uh, uh, Smitty Scott, uh, Smitty Scott and Rich. Someone hit a power switch. Yeah. Everybody got the power to become a superhero. Everybody got the power to save the day. It's inside of you. Oh, there's something you can do. Yeah, we're going up, up and away. We're going up, up, and away. So that's yeah, okay, right. I like it. Yep. Okay, so what's the other one? I'll it's very it. similar. What happened? To, that's <laughs> new. The first one was, um, it was just a, a different take. So it was uh, like that. Four friends in a rock and roll band. Travel, uh, sorry. Four friends in a rock and roll band. Traveling the world, playing music for the fans. One day something going to change that play. So it's that kind of thing. But then the chorus... Super movers, super movers, super movers. Everybody got the power to become a superhero. So wow, that's uh, going to be a tricky bravo. decision. It is. If I got, thank you. Because <laughs> it's good to have that chorus with super movers. Repeated. Well, I am going to use the super. What? Here's the story. The first one. The first thing that that was written about three months ago in a meeting up in Toronto, uh, and then I. Now I prefer the new one, but I'm afraid they're going to make me stick to the first one. But I am going to do the... So, so it's like, super movers. You can still get it in super movers. You can get it in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm not sure we'll they're going to bite. I sent an email this afternoon, and we'll, I'll, be, well, we'll see. I'll find out if they... Have a look at your phone and see if they replied. <laughs> it will be breaking news. Where's my... Is that my phone? Is that your phone? That's your phone. Yeah. Anyhow, so yeah, that's what's going on. So, <laughs> did you try to steal it? <laughs> I did. I was so that's move. my way, yeah. <laughs> So movers are making an animated show. That's what's happening. Well, that's exciting. It's so good. you have Great. to wait to. So someone is developing this this company in Toronto, and now you have to find out if someone picks it up. Yeah, exactly. So that's a whole right. process. Yeah. And do you have to do like a dog and pony show and go out there and meet people? And I, I'm not. I think they're really going to be doing most of the dance song and dance. Um, but the, the company Nine Story, they're awesome. Right. Uh, the people are awesome. Right. So I. I, I Right now, it feels really good, really strong. So who does the management stuff for you? Who does all this business? 
we have a we still have our LA we have a LA business manager and a Monterey California booking agent. So that's cool. Cindy, how did you get this book published? Did you have a manager and a publishing agent and all that? No, right? nothing like that. Nothing. Um, nothing like that. They were looking for new authors, and I just pitched the idea to them. Who's they? Um, Arcadia Publishing. Yeah, I recognize the format yeah. of the, the book. Right, I was same format. It's a, histor uh, it's a history. Hey, Michael, have a look at the yeah, book. Lo local history all around country. Yeah. Going by state, and yeah, it's, it's the same cool. format, mm -hmm. uh, different subjects, yep. different authors. So how did you know they were looking? They sent me an email. Why did they send you an email? Oh, I was on the mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean everybody in America is on the mailing list for this company? No, I didn't hear anything about it. Not really, not really, no. I could have come up, we can come up with an idea with some, you know, another building. I'd just like to see what, uh, what they're doing, uh, just to keep in touch. And well, what, what have you done before this? I had written for Preservation in Print. I've, I've got an article based on the book out in the November issue. And um, for Preservation in Print, I've also done, um, I did a story on the Carnegie Branch Libraries here in New Orleans. Carnegie Branch Libraries? Yes. Andrew Carnegie Jesus, gave... that sounds riveting too. Gave... What Andrew Carnegie what, gave what? money to yeah. um, build the buildings. Okay. If the city, if the city built. Okay, so uh, a guy writes a check and gives money to build build, uh, yes. build a library. Yes, that was going like on. How did you spin that out into a whole interesting article? Oh, it's very interesting. Uh, New Orleans didn't have a library system at the time, right. and and here was somebody stepping up, something like Bill Gates stepping okay. up, giving money for uh, the buildings if the city would provide the land and uh, the books. And why did he do that? Who was he? Andrew Carnegie. Yeah, who he was, was he a exactly? steel I, mean, I know his name only. Oh, oh, steel magnet. Okay. From Isn't that funny? Steel and magnet in the same sentence. <laughs> steel magnet. Well, that, Sorry yeah, about that. No pun intended. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it, he did this all around the country. Right. All states have this. And um, it established the, the library system we have here in New Orleans. And some of the buildings are still in use. What made him want to come down here and start a library here? They needed it. So he's just there a was, good there guy. Was a this is just like Bill Gates, like having, yeah. I guess, having all the Clinton Foundation yes, or he, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Very much into philanthropy, right. and that was his, his uh, philanthropy at the time. That must yeah. be great to have that much money that you could just give it away. Right, Rich? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael, are you super wealthy from being 20, a lawyer for 23 years? No. No, I didn't make a lot, but uh, that's fine. What it was kind a good of firm. What kind of law were you doing? Oh, I did, uh, surprisingly, I did asbestos litigation. <laughs> with oh. pointing, pointing at the Mishu facility. Because <laughs> we had Why cases with it? the Mishu facility, <laughs> unfortunately, really? we did, yeah. I'm not surprised. How many people were poisoned to death out there? Oh, I don't know. They get, um, I'm going to sound terribly jaded, but they, they, uh, some people do get a terrible cancer, and, and that is sad. Yeah, mesothelioma. Yes, that's right. And then a lot weren't sick, and a lot of people just jumped on the lawsuit bandwagon. Well, that's like the BP oil spill and all these things. Correct. As soon as people yeah. are giving away money, you know, everyone's got it. Okay. All the streetcar gets hit by, you know. That's right. By a car, and then everyone on the streetcar's got oh, whiplash. I'm hurt. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, that's been going on for time immemorial, <laughs> yes. I would imagine. So, what side were you on? Were you representing the people with mesothelioma or trying to I was on the screw defense side. You were, trying to, well, I, you were trying to make, pretend that there's nothing wrong with them. I had kind of a good side because I represented a local mom and pop company that, that distributed insulation that had asbestos back in the 60s. And then they didn't know about it either. They didn't know the harmful effects. At least that's so. They, they distributed it without knowing it, and now they're on the hook for millions. Yeah, because a lot of the, a lot of the manufacturers went bankrupt, and so now they're going after the second, third level people. Which is who? Like the local New Orleans companies, local businesses, way back. Who did what? Who installed it? They would have people, and that would go and so install it. Mm -hmm. So install if, I, it so if I had a job as an installation person, if I was putting on like those roofs, this, the tile or, or asbestos, what was it used for insulation? It was insulation. So if I just had a job installing it and I got mesothelioma, yeah. and I'm a, am I still responsible for someone else who got it as well in a house or something? No, not the installer. You wouldn't be responsible. You're, okay. You, how would you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. How right. many layers down does it go? Well, it goes a lot of times, believe it or not, sometimes there might be an insulator at Mishu and his daughter ends up getting mesothelioma because he comes home with Making with out with her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give it to you, right? It's yeah, like Ebola. <laughs> how do you get it? Uh, how did you get it off your dad? Exactly, uh, yeah. if you're a little girl. What I he comes home with dusty clothes, and the daughter sits on his lap and inhales it. I mean, it is, and you're laughing at this. And she. Nah, well, it. you know. I, 
But I'm not laughing. It at can't all. happen, but it, and it is terrible. It, it, it is that sort of thing. I'm just curious. How did I get chosen in this company of famous people here? This is incredible. You have to talk to Graham DuPont about that. Writers and, and I know. Well, you're a writer. I guess she I figured guess out everyone's a writer. You yes, seem I, interesting I, enough I to me. I officially am. Thank you. Yeah. I think we balanced. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. Plus, I enjoyed the music. Thank, Thank you. Well, there's more yeah. music coming. Well, let's have a listen to a couple of songs. Andrew's going to play something. Rich, you want to play a real song while you're here? Off, Whoa, your, off the new album? A real song. Off the new album. I mean, not you know, not a uh, not a theme song from a this guy. Be <laughs> right. a released TV show. That's right. So far, he's definitely offended everyone else more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, I'm waiting for my turn. Jerry, I'll play something. So yeah. Um, this is a song that I was working on right before I came over here. If I told you that I love you now or Would you tell me that you love me too Or would you roll your eyes Say what in the world If I told you that you're the one or Would you tell me that it sound like fun Or would you sympathize Say what in the world You don't think of me that way And I surely hope you change And I miss you every second Every minute Every hour, every day, talking about our ways, always, And if you see me on the side of the road now, just trying to get home, would you give me a ride? Would you drive on by now? If you're sitting there in outer space, oh, you know it's such a lonely place, would you help me fly right across the sky now? Think of me like that And I surely wish you had and I miss you every second Every minute Every hour Every day They're pretty much always Always Yeah Running to you A stupid thing to do Look at these Look at that Look at the woes Yeah, I'm running down the hall Straight into the wall That explains the bloody nose Can you do a solo by any chance in the key of A? Here we go I said a one I'll try A two Job picking up music. I like and that. Andrew Duhon on guitar. <laughs> I prefer you not letting me know, you know, like early. Meat that's, that's good. I like that. That was great. So what's the name of this album going to be? It is called A Particular Set of Skills. Okay. Mm. So you know you're getting... <laughs> I'm actually, I thought about that name for this record about eight months ago, and I've gone really slow making this record, and I'm so stressed that someone's going to put... I, I check uh, iTunes all the time because I'm afraid someone's going to steal it before me. Mm. But yeah, if, you know, Liam Neeson, well, obviously. Well, that escalated quickly came from, uh, what, from Anchorman? That was Anchorman, something? yeah. Right, so where does this one come from? It's uh, uh, Liam Neeson in Taken. Uh, ah, okay. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. I don't have a lot of money. But what I do have is a particular set of skills. <laughs> nice. Very good. And Very I will good. find you and I will kill you. <laughs> That's what he said. Okay, cool. <laughs> Very good. How, anyway, how many songs? I gotta see that movie. I hear good things about Taken. Taken? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm a little bit late on a uh, lot of a lot of movies. Best B movie ever. Yeah. Is that the one mm. the daughter in Mexico City and she's kidnapped. She, she's Spoiler in, alert. Well, oh, no, yeah. first first five minutes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. He's the ex CIA or whatever, and his and his teen, like his uh, his ex wife, allows their teen to go to Paris. Oh, Paris. And he right. doesn't want her to do it. Doesn't want to do it. And then literally from the she steps off the plane and gets kidnapped. <laughs> That's a terrifying scene when they oh, hunt her down in the apartment. Oh, mm. it's horrible. I oh, but no, you got to see that movie. I'm going to see it. That's Cindy, one. have you seen it? I haven't. Oh, come on, y'all. Oh, it's good. <laughs> but yeah, I will. Beloved action hero. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. All right. Hey, um, 
Andrew, what have you been doing for the last X months while you've been gone here? Weeks. I went out west, man. What's out there? Uh, wine. Sunnyvale, California. Yeah, uh, did some uh, did some San Diego, did some LA, did some San Francisco, did some Bakersfield, did some wine country. Then went up to Oregon, did Portland, and uh, Eugene. And then uh, folks are showing up to the shows. Yeah, nice. Huh. Okay. Can I go with you? <laughs> it sounds awesome. It depends on what particular set of skills you might have. <laughs> to, uh... I could play congas. All right. Well, maybe if you can play a solo in Andrew's song that he's going to play now, I hope mm-hmm. to. then maybe mm-hmm. we can figure something out here. We're talking now. Okay. But so you, well, tell me about this thing. You went out with you and other, was it like you had a people or you I'm just touring, went out solo? I'm touring lately with the trio, which is Maxwell's Amanovic on drums and uh, Miles Weeks on bass. And they're the two guys that recorded the latest record with, Damn, with me. sounds good. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we got a little utility trailer now, so the car is wide open, the SUV is wide open. And, you know, just hitting the great American Midwest, and it's beautiful out there. It's a long drive, but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it but feels you've like always, You've always um, said on the show over the years that you enjoy being by yourself. Yeah. What's up with I miss that? it, no, man. Yeah. Uh, to be truthful, yeah, I miss it, but the truth is uh, I think we're playing the best shows that I've been a part of you know, because they're the best musicians I've ever played with. Then I think uh, I think when three people can get together and, and play music sensibly, uh, you know, like uh, uh, there's three sets of ears are more important than three sets of hands. I think you know. So I think uh, I who, think everybody. Who are the guys? What are their names? Uh, Maxwell Zamanovic on drums and Miles Weeks on upright bass. Are they both from here? Uh, Maxwell is from Cape Cod and Miles is from Baton Rouge. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. That sounds fun. It's, it's what are you great. calling yourself? Just Andrew Duhon? Andrew Duhon Trio, until we think of something better. I was thinking about Intrakitty. What do you think about that? Intrakitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could, if you could uh, get sponsored what, by, by Hello Intrakitty. What, what do you think about Heartburn? Heartburn's good. It's good, right? You could get, they're both Strong. good for endorsements. Yep. I like that. Heartburn brought to you by Pepsi AC. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Underwritten. And uh, Intrakitty brought to you by Hello Kitty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I think if you can sell both of those, mm-hmm. put Hello Kitty on the drum, you know, riser and and Pepsi AC on your guitar strap. I think we're already could, making money here. Yeah, I can think that's going to work. Gas is paid for for yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. What are you going to do, Rich, when you get out with this record? You have to tour around with it. Uh, I I want to do what you're doing, mm-hmm. um, but I, I can't. He's got <laughs> the Von Trapp kids at <laughs> home. He can't leave. So them. basically, I did have an idea. I had a. a Basically, my audience right now, who I sell to, is is the moms that know movers. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, I have this cool, like, nice support group. Right. I, and I, uh, but then not no one else. No one else knows. I mean, I, I played a bunch of shows in New Orleans last year to like eleven people. You know, so um, it's super. Moms, hard. Are you moms, trying? Are you trying to like get a new market there? So would you prefer not to say? You know, uh, this is you of imagination of imagination movers, or would you prefer to brand your name as your songwriting and not necessarily be the guy who plays in the band for the kids? You know. My, well, I, I, what I thought is here. I'm 45, right? And mm-hmm. it's like uh, looking good for 45, man. I know. <laughs> but I got yeah, you know, like, five kids. I got college coming. So this past year, I did. I did. The, I did a trip to Nashville. I, I called yeah, in some uh-huh. favors. Went and had the meeting with the big boss man and showed sure. him all the songs. You know, I just, I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to sell. Try and sell a song, basically. Yeah, yeah absolutely, happily. But um, so yeah, I, you know. What I, happened in that process? Did you get any pro- any progress? It's I hard to break in. Progress. I had a really fun meeting. Good guy, real supportive guy. But no, it's like I mean. What do they need to see before they believe in you? I don't know. It was funny. He, he, but you know, what he told me, and I, I'm, this sounded like the biggest brush off. He's like, he was really cool. He listened. To, I sat in this guy's office, right? Played like 10 songs. He listened to them all. He's like making really insightful comments. And, and he was like, Yeah, no, it's great. Um, you sound more like an artist than a songwriter. You know, like basically, <laughs> that's lame. I can't use you. Like, that is lame. I'm not going to put you like in the room to help write for Carrie Underwood. Like, you sound like your own guy, which I'm like, Oh, thanks. I'm like, Wait a minute. <laughs> but what would be wrong with that being a successful country music artist, actually? Well, sure. You know what's wrong with that is that they call them artists. They're not artists, they're entertainers. Yeah, those guys. Mm. Uh, there's some real people. Or are they, aren't there? Some, I mean, yeah, sorry. There's, there's, there's some alternative country. There's plenty of grayscale there, but hope, did he say artist slash songwriter? That's the delineation there? He, well, in other words, because uh, I was there like, hey, let me come and uh, start writing for some of your big people, and I think that's a whole different thing. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. But now, you know who one, one of the, my entree up there was? was Jim McCormick. Jim, right, mm-hmm. who, my old friend who you yeah. know, you guys know. Yeah. And he's done great up there. Yeah. Like he, he's got hit records. I mean, hit songs. Yeah. Yeah. He had, like, in this since... I don't know since I've been on here, but yeah, he had like 
three yeah. number one hits last year. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. yeah. And he's been counseling me a little bit, helping me. But, but he's, there's a whole political thing goes on there. You can't just go out there and write a song. It's a whole who you know, obviously, yeah. and how you, who you work For with. Sure. And then you have to try and work with someone who's also as good as you. And they're not, they're not starting out there. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But wouldn't it be cool to have, like, uh, just turn on the radio and hear one of your songs. That'd be so good. What well, sure. was that cool song? You, <laughs> what was that cool great. song you wrote last time you played it on Happy Hour? And we, I thought it was going to be a big country hit. The zombie. Zombie. Zombie radio. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, it's good. Well, why isn't that a big country music hit? Uh, you know, there's so many good people. That's one thing too. And I find this too. I mean, because I remember when I was on the show last year, super good. And what I, it's like, there are so many really good people writing and doing songs you know? mm. so yeah, but, that's, I but mean, there's so many bad songs <laughs> and there are so still bad songs yes. I thought the chord progression yes. was great I love this song no, it, was that country music style this not necessarily okay. I, yeah, I mean, it's just whatever yeah. <laughs> whatever <laughs> I don't know what it is that's a great point though that, that you bring up you it's know it's, it's, you, you can be you know just knee deep in it for years and years and but to step out and have that perspective to just say you know there's this song mill in Nashville going on where there's all these people you know, head down, trying to write songs and songs and songs, and yet you step out of that and you listen to popular radio, and just about anybody yeah. can recognize that these songs yeah. don't compare to 20, 30 years ago, the kind of songs that were coming out. And I think one one difference that I recognize as a biased person who writes songs and wants to sing them is the people who wrote those songs aren't singing them. Yeah. You know, the person mm-hmm. who had a, not in had a heavy heart when they wrote the sad song isn't singing it to you. And I don't know why that doesn't bother people. You know, why does it bother you that oh, the love letter that was written that you're giving to your friend that you're sharing the dance with, that love letter was written by somebody you've never heard of or right. never, but you know. But, Andrew, how different is that from someone writing a screenplay and someone else acting it? Hmm. I don't know. I think, I think everybody kind of understands that a screenplay is that way. Yeah, but um, can't I have a great voice and not be a great that's writer? Like, that's like you, you understand that the bass player didn't write it but the guy who sings it to you you know I don't, but, I don't but, know but back in the day when there were people popular singers like Frank Sinatra and yeah and those yeah, guys well, they didn't you know, write but, anything but look at the content of those songs I think yeah okay. I think uh, I think what you're saying you're talking about like the authenticity yeah, we're missing, yeah. and whereas uh, you know, well, a lot of people look at uh, different eras of, of Nashville where uh, you know you were allowed to be an outlaw you know you were allowed to not talk about uh, a lifestyle that wasn't you know going to church on Sunday and and all that, and right now, it's it's it's, it's definitely there are things you can and can't say uh, in in a in a song that's going to make it onto country mm. radio. You know, it's more, it is a different world now. Mm. The yeah. world of Waylon Jennings and all that stuff's long gone. Yeah, it started started with the the troubadours like Dylan, who were were trying to write about the changing times, and they did that, and they became the voice of their era. And then you've got guys who are the outlaw country guys, right? Who wrote about wrote about being badasses. Well, Johnny and, Cash and they lived it. Saying, yeah. You know, they lived that life, and now. Now, who who do you have who's who's living something that they're singing? I don't know who that is. Want me to play uh, two seconds of the country song that the Movers wrote, uh, oh, yeah. ironically, that we that we were trying to sell? So, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be made up words, but the chorus is the. It's like. It's like well, are we rich yet? No, but that's all right. I got a cold margarita on a Saturday night. Are we rich yet? No, but that's okay. Got us something to the toes in the sand all day. Say money, money changes everything. But I don't want to change a thing. Yeah, money changes everything. Oh, no. Are we rich yet? <laughs> it's like we were trying to think of like the most like corny, cliche thing. And then we're yeah. like... That's actually pretty good. Margarita in the sand. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> let all those Wall Street fat cats make the money. We'll just drink our beer in the sand and the beach. Yeah. <laughs> you trying to sneak that into a preschool? Well, no, we were like, hey, let's go to Nashville and sell it to somebody. You know? when, when, when the last time Johnny Cash had a margarita in the sand? You know? <laughs> well, he's dead, actually. Right, of course. So if you had a it's been at least eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, play something. Come on, pick yeah. up the guitar. Yeah, I haven't heard him. He's going to shit on everybody else. He might as well play something so we can show him. <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna do? Uh, I was I was letting you go edgy. I was trying to stay uh, positive. Right. Yeah. Of course. And yeah. I, I dra- good I, cop, I, bad I, cop. I dove in a little bit. What key are you gonna be in? Uh, this will be in D. Oh wait, is it? Oh no. Okay. Yeah, it will be in D. Yeah. How do you create? How do you produce the D major key? 
you do it by a... Well, you play a D chord in standard tuning, but I just drop this E to a D just because it's easier to oh, I see. do like okay. lines. Yeah. I made this from E to D. I don't know how to do a guitar at all. <laughs> you don't tune your own piano either, Michael. No, I can't tune my piano, no. the Midwest, cold from California, or whenever I leave a foreign land, I always take a little land along. I fill up a tube sock with a handful of river rocks, or when I leave a foreign land, I always take a little land along. All my life, I've been picking, I've been picking up stones. Got them lined up on my windowsill, enough to fill a wishing well. Or when I leave a foreign land, I always take a little land along. But all my friends are rambling round, and all I've done is. Settle down, what will I build my foundation on? Or will I be picking up stones? Cold from the Midwest, cold from California. Oh, when I leave a foreign land, I always take a little land along. From up north, like nobody I met before. She's 20 karat gold. But all my friends are settling round, and all I've done is ramble round. What will I build my foundation on? Well, I've been picking up stones. question yep who's the girl that was 20 karat gold that you picked up in california <laughs> oh did i say california uh made northwest yeah yeah, yeah north um <laughs> you know it was a bartender was it a bartender who's in san francisco <laughs> who's to say really making whether it's making true no or false or who knows <laughs> well that's an interesting question is it all yeah. just made up sometimes well then if it's all just made up why would you expect someone to else why couldn't someone else sing that mm. It's not made up. Why are you busting everybody's <laughs> balls, well, man? It's just a question. I know these are hard questions. No, that's a, that's a good question. I think uh, I think even if it's made up, you made it up from your own, you know, feelings. You had a reason to conjure right. that, and I'd rather hear you sing it if you conjured it. You know, I don't think anyone could do it like that. That was boring. plenty of people yeah, can beautiful. do it like that. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't know about. Oh, that. Well, I don't know about sing it that way, but like play. I thought you like you you made a gesture toward the guitar and. Oh well, know, no, the whole thing. Yeah, no, the, the yeah, you're thing, right. That's, voice exact, that's what I'm preaching. I think yeah. I think I want to hear the person who wrote it sing it because I think they they're going to sing it best. Yeah, you're right just, yeah. Cindy, what it's are you working? Yeah, what are you working on now? What am I working on? Um, not much right now. I'm taking a break. Really? Um, what happens? What do you do? You have to come up with another subject. I'm thinking. Of, I'm considering STEM Space Center. What? Stennis. Stennis in uh, you know, Kiln, Mississippi. That is where the, the engines Brett that were Favre built. Brett comes ma- from. Bre- yes. That's where... Like call, uh, at least get him to help you. They call it the kill. The kill. The kill. Mm-hmm. Really? Kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, What's this one going to be called? Stennis Space Stennis Center. Space Center, probably. Another catchy title. Well, you know, there are editors. There are. You have to deal with the editors. You can't just come up with all this crap by yourself. Well, I throw it out there. But What's, the story? What's the story of the Stennis Space Center in St- a sentence? Uh, Stennis is um, where the engines that were built at Mishu were tested. It's uh, jet mm. propulsion. Mm. Mm. And, I can't um, see you getting a whole book out of that. Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one on this, then there must be one in No, Stennis. but this is fascinating. This is, goes back to the yeah. Louis the Fifteenth, and then yeah, World War Two, yeah. and the Korean War, and the space huh. mission, and now, Apollo? and now we're going to Mars. I mean, you can't get any bigger than that, frankly. That's true. From Louis the Fifteenth to Mars, I would have called it that, frankly. From Louis the Fifteenth to fi- Mars. That's very good. Thanks. I like that. <laughs> well, I'm available. I after, got a question for the five. May I ask a question to them? Michael, please. Yes. Stones or Beatles? Ooh, tough. You oh. Know. Uh, both know. has to be both. both. Yeah. All right. Usually, I feel like a musician likes one over the other. Uh, I, uh, when if you if you throw if you go if you do like Zeppelin and the Who and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I, I definitely rank the Who last. To, uh, to me, like so uh, not a Who fan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked him as a kid and everything, but now just I feel like like in that hard rock world, Zeppelin to me is like such a foundational yeah. thing, well, and we, it's funny how critically reviled they were at the time. I didn't appreciate Led Zeppelin as a kid. Now I love it. I mean, it's freaking genius. I, I, honestly, I hear I heard a. Uh, What's that? Uh, Yanagawa DeVita? Oh, no, no. Led Zeppelin? <laughs> that's not Led Zeppelin. No, no, that's... Um, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that one doesn't, doesn't make my life. But the, you know the song Living Loving Made, you know? Yeah. Little uh, purple, yeah. yeah. That song, I was like, that might just be the best rock song. I like it's Dire like, Maker. Here's, here's my oh, question. Stuff, man. Like, yeah. When you say Stones or Beatles, is, like, is the rest of that question just who do you like better or who do you think was a better band or... What's, what's, what? Desert Island. Well, I guess that's why I have a hard both, time answering. I'm a, certainly a Beatles fan over the Stones because I find the yeah. Stones to be very visceral blues yeah. um, from the heart. And right. I find the Beatles to be calculated and written and yeah, instruments and all sorts of experimentation where they're not, they're not as, I don't want to say as real because I like that about the Beatles. Mm. I, pr- I prefer the Beatles to the Stones. Mm. And usually somebody's in one camp or the other. Right, I'd say this. I'd rather hear the Beatles record from their prime and I'd rather see a Stones concert from their prime. Oh, I would too. Mm-hmm. Stones on live, certainly. Yeah, I, I mean, there's so much danger and excitement. Oh, yeah. You're on your edge of your seat. I yeah. wouldn't know it. Uh, yeah. I think you're, you're hard-pressed to find a better collection of musicians ever than the Beatles. And, uh, you know, it depends on what mood I'm in as to which, which record I'd want to hear. But, yeah, just... It's Abbey Road, ab- ab- the favorite beat. album ever. It is for me. Yeah, Abbey Road. Nice. Abbey Road. Yeah, Abbey Road. Yeah, Abbey Road. yeah I, I love it. Cindy, what's your favorite? My favorite Beatles. Beatles album. Yeah. I haven't. Or heard favorite this, beer. I haven't heard this conversation. <laughs> 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 I haven't heard this conversation. Who's your favorite Beatle for about a hundred years? <laughs> yeah. Who is favorite my favorite Beatle? Beatle? Who's your favorite Beatle? I'd, I'd have to say Paul. Paul. Mm-hmm. Michael. Pick John Lennon. John Lennon. Mm-hmm. Rich. That's wow. hard. Yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm a McCartney person. Right? Okay, well, right. But, I mean, Wonderful. there is no McCartney without John Lennon. They, mm-hmm. they okay. absolutely require it. That's right. And I lost interest in both when they stopped collaborating. Oh, that Michael Jackson tune was great. Remember, oh. didn't say <laughs> With Paul McCartney, yeah. Ebony and Ivory. Horrible stuff. Mm. So How can you do that? Okay, so this is a great note to end the show on. Andrew, what's your, who's your favorite Beatle? Can you, and I'm going to ask you your favorite color next week. Man. <laughs> I don't know. This is a really a high point for us. I think. I, I, <laughs> Who's I your favorite no, Beatle? No, I don't have one. Ma- Michael, what are you up to next then after you leave here? Well, I'm going to the uh, to the Inside New Orleans function. Are you going to change out of that? I outfit? have to change. You yeah, have to really? put on a coat and tie and look presentable. Oh, okay. Nice. Look chic. Yeah. Can you pull that off still? Of course, no I problem. Yeah. Even though you're not a lawyer now. That's right. What do yeah. people think of you now that in this like society world like that? Do they care about you as much now that you're not a I lawyer, think, or do they, they care like about you more? I think they like me more. They do. Yeah. A lot of people don't like lawyers. I'm shocked, but they don't. Did you find that out after? <laughs> but I, the, the good thing is is that now I get to work with them and not, not fight them right. and be against them. I can always find so them So if jobs. anyone's listening to this and they're a lawyer and they're looking to change jobs, they can get in touch with you uh, at, at Y... Only uh, the good ones. Or what's it called again? YSR, sir. Hey, Chris, did you get a chance Pronounce to see if there's an airport? Is there a YSR airport? Yeah, there's just... Yeah, The only thing I find it means, yeah, sure, right, which is... Internet speak for a sarcastic agreement, uh, and then some Indian musician yeah, named sure, like right. Yasha Raja something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks. This was fun, but the music that was terrific. Yeah, sure, all right, really okay. Fun talking to you guys. All right, YSR and yep. Rich, your album's coming out. Caught a particular set of skills at some point. Yes, sir. If you want to steal that or stream it off the internet, take a look for that, That's right. or buy it off uh, richcollins.com. Yes. Okay, Cindy, where can we find you on the internet? CindyManto.com or anything? Um, Arcadia Publishing. Arcadia Publishing, okay. Yes. And the name of the book is Mishu 
assembly facility. Yes. That's <laughs> not easy to remember. But I've been looking oh, at it. It looks great. It is a great looking book, actually. It is terrific. It's on Amazon and everywhere as well. well. And andrewduhon.com, of course, if you want to find out where Andrew is around town you or bet. across the country. And when is your next show? Tonight. But let's call Tonight? it uh, uh, next Thursday, playing at DBA with the trio. That's exciting. That'll be a good one. Old DBA. Everybody loves that spot on Frenchman Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it. Hmm. Awesome. And so that's... Uh, that's if you listen to this sometime in 2014, that's... Uh, some December 11th. December the 11th, 2014. Otherwise, if you would like to go to Comic-Con in 2015, please, please, please go to our uh, Facebook page, itsneworms.com, or our Google Plus page, which is also called itsneworms.com, and you can figure out how you can get free tickets to Comic-Con in 2015 here in New Orleans. And that, thank you very much, is happy hour for today. Michael thank Harold, you, Grant. thank you so much. Thank you. Marto, Rich Collins, and good Andrew Drew Holm are all here. Nice thank you very me. much. Our show is produced by Graham DuPonte, our associate producer and technical director. It's Chris Kehoe. Christian Unruh is our music director, and the theme music to Happy Hour was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. If you'd like to be on our show, you can sit around our table here for about an hour at Wayfair, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworms.com, where you can also check out plenty more happy hours as well as other shows that we make here at itsneworms.com. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic. True to the Game with Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada, live from Nola Brewing Company's Tap Room on Chapatalda Street. And Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. You can keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well. And all of it, where it's New Orleans. Don't forget to look for your free Comic-Con tickets on there as well. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook and Google Plus pages. Those photos were taken by the fabulous Douglas Engel. If you listen to this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, or some other podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. If you could just take one moment to stop and do this, rate and review us. Give us a couple of stars and tell us how much you like the show. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, where they put fine dining into a sandwich and fine booze into a glass. Come and tell them that you heard it on Happy Hour and see if Chef Kevin will give you some mozzarella. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, everyone else sitting around the table here at Wayfair and back at our INO office, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you next time back here on Happy Hour. <laughs>